At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Nicole. Now that Moses had all the plans for the tabernacle, he gathered Bezalel, Aholiab, and other skilled craftsmen so he could review God's plans with them. Once they reviewed the plans, Moses gave them the materials for building the tabernacle. The people of Israel joyfully gave Moses the materials for building the tabernacle. And after Moses gave the craftsmen those materials, more and more people brought donations for the tabernacle. So they had even more than they needed. In total, they collected over 2,000 pounds of gold, over 7,500 pounds of silver, and over 5,300 pounds of bronze. Together, it weighed as much as an elephant. And this doesn't include all the fine linens and thread used for all the curtains or all the acacia wood used to build the posts and pillars. Friends, that is so many donations. If we were to think about the Israelites giving in terms of something in our everyday lives, I think we'd be surprised. There was a total of about 14,800 pounds of precious metal donated for the tabernacle. So how many goldfish crackers do you think it would take to weigh that much? It would take 11,840,000 goldfish crackers to weigh that much. And that is just based on the weight of the metal. Remember, those were precious metals, which means they were very valuable. So how valuable were they? The current dollar value of that much gold, silver, and bronze would be around $57.72 million. That's a lot of money. But again, let's break that down into something you may know more about, like Pokemon cards. Let's say a rare Charizard card cost $200 to buy. Doing quick math here, they would have been able to buy 288,600 rare Charizard cards with what they donated to the tabernacle. So I guess you could say that the Israelites were pretty generous in their donations to the tabernacle, but they didn't just give their resources. They gave their time and skills to glorify him in constructing, sculpting, engraving, or embroidering the parts and pieces of the tabernacle. So what all did they build and what were the items used for? Let's take a quick tour. Imagine with me, walking into the courtyard, first you'd see a big bronze altar used for making sacrifices for the sins of the people. Then you'd see a bronze wash basin used for cleansing the priests after making sacrifices. Next, you'd enter into the holy place where you'd see a golden lampstand to your left, which held what was considered an eternal flame, always burning brightly because it was the only source of light inside the tabernacle. Across from the lampstand was a table on which sat 12 loaves of bread, mm -mm. representing God's presence with the 12 tribes of Israel. The next thing you'll notice in the holy place would be the small gold altar for incense, or stuff that smells good when you burn it. It was near the inner curtain, and it was always burning incense, so there would always be a sweet aroma rising to the Lord as the priests worshipped him. 
the inner curtain was decorated with images of angels. And as we've mentioned before, it separated the sinful Israelite people from the fullness of God's presence. On the other side of the curtain was the most holy place, or the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant was kept. But more importantly, it was where God's presence lived. There were many more details we could share about the tabernacle, even down to the designs of the clothing priests would wear as they worshiped the Lord, each piece having its own special meaning. Once all the parts and pieces were finished, Moses inspected the people's work. And when he saw it was done, just as the Lord instructed, he blessed them. Then Moses had it all assembled on the first day of the year. Lastly, he placed two freshly made Ten Commandment tablets within the Ark of the Covenant. After Moses did that, the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle in the form of a cloud. Whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out on their journey, following where the cloud led. But if it didn't rise, they stayed where they were until it lifted. Let's review what we learned today with a few questions. Question 1. Do you remember where the Lord's presence was in the tabernacle? Where was it? Question 2. What did Moses put inside the Ark of the Covenant? Question 3. The Israelite people joyfully shared what God gave them to build the tabernacle. How can you joyfully share something you have been given this week? Once the plans for the tabernacle were shared with the people, they responded to God by joyfully sharing what had been given to them, even offering their time and skills to help build a place for God to be with His people as they traveled towards the Promised Land. As the priests worshipped God in the tabernacle, there were processes they followed as they offered sacrifices to the Lord. But ever since Jesus tore that inner curtain, dying as the perfect sacrifice for all of us, we no longer have to follow a process to worship God. We have access to God if we trust in Jesus' sacrifice and resurrection. He defeated death for us. Now, there are many more little stories to review before we get to Jesus. But remember that all of them connect to make one big, true story. The story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.